0: Lock, Talk
1: Radio.
0: You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host, Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world
2: driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year, the show that will not only help you survive but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers. It is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, or a topic, press 1, and we will get you on the show. We could talk about safety, managing your finances, living on the truck, hours of service, compliance, or anything else that you want to talk about. I just want to say real quick, we do not have a call screener tonight. So if you do have a question, go ahead and press 1, and I'll just call your area code, and we'll get you on the show. Question, comment, uh, whatever, just press 1, I'll call your area code, and we'll get you on the show. Okay, let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Russ Morgan. Hi, Russ. How's it going?
1: Oh, it is going. Wonderful day and fighting the wind.
2: Yeah, I bet you had fun fighting the wind.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm in a pretty sucky signal area, so we'll see what happens.
2: Right, yeah. I was just about to say uh, you're in one of those floating signal areas, so you might drop, but hopefully we'll be able to... uh, Stay on through the whole show. So, it's not officially summertime, uh, but you might as well say it's summertime. Uh, Kids are already getting out of school. Memorial Day weekend is next weekend. The weather has warmed up in the majority of places. So, you might as well say that it's summertime. And uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of people and vehicles come out on the road during the summer. So, we need to be uh, extra vigilant this time of year
1: oh absolutely yeah definitely uh, need to pay attention to what's going on Uh, you know well, you you said it well I mean kids are getting out of school there's um, traffic over the last few weekends um, has been noticeably heavier Um, yeah um, you know got uh, seem to have uh, well a few more idiots on the road than usual so uh yeah, and um the weather this time of year you know the weather this time of year has been uh you know quite interesting i you know, I mentioned earlier, uh you know that I had fought the wind all day um and I, you know I had forty two thousand in the box, and I mean I was getting bounced around like a little rubber ball, i mean it's uh you know it's been terrible um, you know um had uh you know over the last few weeks here, you know, we've had several bad storms to drive through, and uh, high wind, rain. Uh, yeah, it has not been, uh, uh, hadn't been pretty uh, driving conditions for, and, and of course, it always happens this time of year. You know, the the weather warms up, you know, the spring thunderstorms start rolling through. We get some pretty violent thunderstorms, 70 mile an hour winds plus. Um, you know, there's been several trucks blown over here lately. So yeah, it's, uh, driving has definitely been interesting here lately. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: so since you started talking about weather, let's go ahead and stay on that. You mentioned storms cropping up, you know, flash flooding is is a possibility. Um, even snow, depending on where you are. I mean, it's summertime, but it can still snow in certain places. Uh, but we, had, we were talking to somebody earlier that had a story about uh, shutting down uh, because of the weather, and this is, goes under the category of you're the captain of your own ship, so no matter what your dispatcher says, if you don't feel safe, you need to shut down. So since he can't be on the show, you want to you wanna share his story?
1: Sure. Yeah, uh, long-time friend, and I uh, uh, was talking to him, and... Um, he uh he was in the uh all the thunderstorms the other night in Iowa. All the bad wind, uh he couldn't see, he couldn't uh you know, he was getting bounced around, all the power had gotten knocked out and uh anyway, uh, you know, uh, had the had they had the high winds, the tornadoes. Well he managed to get to his yard and um, looked at the radar and where he was going, it was just gonna get worse. Well, he made the decision to park the truck. Um he uh he's in a day cab and uh he was around the corner from the house so uh he went home and uh of course he you know he told his dispatch and what have you that, you know, um he wasn't gonna drive in that. because uh, I mean he was running an empty trailer and I don't remember where he was going to, but going to the western side of Iowa. And um you know, he was, you know, afraid of getting of getting turned over or worse, you know, he couldn't see and uh well, yeah, the, they ended up getting a little upset with him because uh, you know because the load was late. But I, you know, I I tend to agree with him. I would much rather have a load be a little bit late than you know uh, a truck trailer and uh, you know a load you know scattered all over the road. Coach said he had an empty trailer uh, and he was on the way to on his way to get a load, but uh yeah 70 mile an hour winds with an empty trailer and who knows i have no idea how high it was gusting. um yeah i I, i'd have done the same thing uh i'd have found a safe place to park and um you know if i could have waited a couple hours for the storms to be gone i would have those storms lasted if i remember correctly quite some time that night uh several hours so um yeah i you know would have absolutely done the same thing. Uh, You know, the next day, uh, his company was a little upset with him for doing that. And, uh, you know, he told them just what I said, you know, uh, that he's not going to, you know, turn over a truck or endanger himself or the motoring public for, uh, you know, to get someone's freight there on time. Um, You know, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, I've done it several times. I've got out here, um, you know, wind be blowing like crazy and go, this is a bunch of crap. I'm parking the truck you know or can't see that because it's raining so hard or um, you know of course wintertime ice you know bad snow whatever but um, i I guess it's just I don't know if it's just me or if it just or if it's true, but it seems like right here when we get spring and you know into spring and summer uh when these violent little storms pop up um, you know i, I well, I try to avoid them. You know, I try to wait them out if I can. I mean, not sure. You know, if I'm out driving, I'm gonna find the first place I can hit and, um, and safely get my truck off the road and, and uh, wait it out. If my load's late, my load's late. Um, it mm-hmm. is definitely not worth turning the truck over for it.
2: Yeah, I kind of had the same situation. Now, I wasn't uh, like going to make anything late if I if I pulled over. Uh, luckily, I had plenty of time on the load, so I had time to pull over and wait the storm out. But uh, I picked up a load uh, down in South Texas, and there was a terrible storm. I mean, it was ridiculous how much, how hard it was raining and how much it was raining. Uh, stuff was already flooding uh, when I was on the road. So I got to the next safe place where I could find a parking space. I think I only drove like an hour and a half. Well, it should have been an hour and a half, but it took me like two and a half hours because of how slow I was going because of how hard it was raining. Um, so I got to the next safe place, and I parked. It stormed all night long, so I just waited it out, I left the next day. Um, but luckily, uh, there was no timing issue on this one. I had the time to stop and uh, wait out the storm. But, yeah, even even if you're going to be late, you want to always err on the, on the side of safety.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, I um uh, you know, any time those storms show up what have you, I and I'm not above parking the load and you know, I you know, I'll apologize to the customer and I you know, there's been times I haven't had to do that. You know, they uh you know, they know what kind of storms and stuff are out there and they you know, they understood that um you know, while I was late, of course, you know, I called and had customer service call the customer and so on and so forth, and, and you know, and take care of it. Um, I completely forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> anyway, next. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Uh, well, staying on the topic of weather, uh, I mentioned snow a couple of minutes ago. Even though it is summertime, um, it can still snow in certain places, Montana, Wyoming, uh, North Dakota, Colorado. along the Canadian border, Colorado. Uh, so even though it's summertime in most places, you still want to keep a good coat, boots, and a set of winter clothes with you because you never know where you're going to be driving. Same thing within the wintertime. Uh, keep some some shorts, a pair of shorts, and a t-shirt with you uh, because you know you might drive down to Laredo. But you know, on today's topic, keep. Even though it's summertime, keep a set of winter clothes, a coat, and some boots with you because you never know if you might be driving into a, a winter storm because it still can snow in certain places of the country
1: oh yeah absolutely i've um uh, I always keep I, I I usually keep a lighter coat in the uh, in the truck, but i keep you know like one or two of my you know wintertime clothes. Uh, and my boots in the truck. Of course I, you know, I always have my boots, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I when I was in first in my driving career I, I think I had gotten out to Flagstaff and it was um I mean it was late June, maybe getting close to July. And I had parked there for the night, and I jumped out of the truck, and I went, my goodness, it's, you know, I mean, it wasn't that really cold outside, but I'd gotten acclimated to the warm temperatures and, you know, jumped out of the truck, and it was like uh, 60, I I don't remember what it went to that night, but yeah, that's, um, uh, you know, I didn't have, uh, you know, a coat or anything, I did put on a couple extra clothes and was all right, but yeah. awesome idea yep yeah
2: yeah you never know so uh let's go back to the big thing that is my main concern when it comes to this topic tourists people out on the road in rvs fifth wheels travel trailers kids dogs people running everywhere the rest areas are going to be fuller there's going to be more people on the road Truck stops are going to be fuller. So you really got to watch yourself because there's going to be more stuff to deal with this time of year. So let's start out with uh, driving. You got these people in RVs, fifth wheels, and travel trailers, uh, four-wheel drivers driving larger vehicles that most of the time they do not know how to handle. So you want to make sure you give them plenty of room. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you talk about uh the effects of weight distribution and the pendulum effect when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, well I can get I'll give a little bit with that uh, with an example. There's an awesome video. Matter of fact it's been on Facebook several times. Uh I believe uh Kenny and Elizabeth Long have shared it several times uh if you follow their podcast. Let's see if see if we can find it and put it up. But anyway, um yeah the uh the pendulum effect, you know, they'll, uh, well, uh, for a good example, you know, grandma and grandpa uh, retire. Uh, they go by the biggest fifth wheel on the lot. Um, and, uh, of course, the salesman said, oh, yeah, your three-quarter ton pickup will pull it just fine. Um, and so, you know, they've got a pickup that weighs about 8,000 pounds. They've got a, um, you know, a travel trailer back there that, um, you know, probably weighs 15 or 20,000 pounds. Um, you know, uh, you get a little bit of wind and you've got all that weight behind you or that weight on the pendulum, you know, all that weight in the back, you know, with that little truck, you know, you can't control it. Same thing like when we load our trucks. Um, I, try to, I try to balance the load or put a hair bit more on my drives than I do my trailer. Uh, because of the same thing, uh, you know, and I've seen it happen out here. Um, uh, you know, we've got the we've got the tandems all the way forward. Uh, you know, may not have a real heavy weight, but they got tandems all the way forward. All that weight is sitting on the back end of the trailer, and something makes you swerve. Now you can't control the truck, you know, because the back end will just swing wild. Um, I need to see if we can find that video and throw it up on our on our page uh yeah i'll do that but what the is it yeah yeah but uh the videos uh, i don't know if people have seen it or not they show it's a um, uh it's a toy car on a uh pulling a well a little trailer and it's running on a treadmill and they've got a balanced weight on the trailer they got a weight in the front and a weight in the back and they uh, they'll actually push the back of the trailer and the car will swerve a little bit but it straightens out immediately and then they move that weight to the back of the trailer and, of course, touch the back of the trailer again with all the extra weight on there, and the car completely goes out of control. Um, yeah. You know, the pendulum effect. I mean, it's... Um, yeah, you definitely want to be smart when you're loading the trailers, uh, or when you're setting your, you know, your tandems and stuff like that, and loading the trailer. Some people, you know, can't move their axles. You yeah. so, um, know... All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'll probably beat that to death enough.
2: No, no. No, no. No, no, you're doing great. Um, Okay, so we're talking about um, driving around people with motorhomes and trailers. So you're going to be dealing with the stuff that you deal with all the time. There's just going to be more people on the road um, and possibly people that don't know what they're doing, most likely people that don't know what they're doing on the road. So when you're merging... um, be Be extra careful, uh, One of the things that I like to mention every once in a while is <laughs> uh, if you if you don't do this fantastic that's great, but if you do do this, maybe you 're just not aware that you're doing this okay when you're when you're driving down the road in the right hand lane and somebody else is merging on an on ramp if I have room. I will move over into the left-hand lane to get, let them have plenty of room to get over. But yet sometimes they would just sit in the right-hand lane right beside me and not let me back over into the right-hand lane. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. It's one of my pet peeves. Um, so I still, I still try to be courteous. Not everybody does it, but I still try to be courteous. If I have room, I'll get over. But, yeah, that, that's, that's something that, that absolutely drives me crazy. I'm sure it drives you crazy, too.
1: Oh, yeah, it it does, and I mean, I see it happen out here, uh, well, all the time, um, you know, because I do the exact same thing, and then, you know, you're thinking, you know, uh, especially the speeds I drive, I mean, everybody passes me, you know,
0: uh,
1: and, you know, a car will get on, and, uh, you know, and just sit there, and right next to me, my you know, my Blanker had been going for you know 30 45 seconds a minute couple of minutes whatever and you know it uh, and i've ha- i've had some of them that just won't let me over you know i've sped up i've slowed down you know uh yeah aggravates the fire out i mean uh, yeah sounds like you have company so, on the radio on your side there
2: i'm telling you and they've been quiet, like, for a couple of hours. All of a sudden, I decide to go on the radio or the Internet or whatever you want to call it, and they decide they want to be on the show. So, yeah, that's the puppies. Um, they're, uh, they're playing a rousing game of Snappy Face. If anybody doesn't know what Snappy Face is, that's where they show their teeth and snap at each other without actually touching. It's very fun. Puppies love it. Okay, but anyways.
0: Uh,
2: driving around the trailers people that don't know what they're doing with the trailers. You always want to give them plenty of space because you never know what might happen. I mean, if something happens around them, in front of them, uh, if the trailer jerks a little bit uh, for some reason, um, you don't know how they're going to take it. So let them go. If they're passing you, slow down. Let them go. If you're coming up, up on them, don't follow too closely. Either stay back away from them or pass them and get around them. Don't hang around them, because you never know what's going to happen. They could blow a tire, and they're probably not going to know how to handle it, so that'll go bad. Um, you know, something could happen around them, uh, and and an accident could happen. I've seen a lot of overturned uh, travel trailers, fifth wheels, and stuff like that on the road, so I don't want to be around when that happens.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen a bunch of it, too. Uh, um well matter of fact, I've had it happening uh, in front of me now. Thank goodness, far enough in front of me, I had time to do something about it. Um, but, yeah, uh, when I see these RVs uh, out running around, uh, you know, even the big motorhomes, you know, I, I'll i see who's driving it. You know what? They, and they, they may have been a retired truck driver. I don't know. Uh, but, you know what? They may have retired and have never driven a vehicle that size. You know, and then they got a little car behind them, a boat behind them, or whatever. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I don't know how many of them I've seen, uh, you know, flip over. And, like I said, I've uh, I've seen it, you know, happen in front of me with uh, the, you know, smaller trailers. Uh, That's the one I witnessed. It uh, it wasn't even an RV. It
0: was a small trailer.
1: I had it loaded up heavy there. You go with the pendulum effect and, you know, and lost control of it, uh, you know, and it turned him over.
2: Yeah, I was uh, driving in Utah, and you know the speeds out there are 75, 80 miles an hour in certain places. And I came up on a guy that was—he it was, it was actually hauling a small trailer, but he was driving the speed limit. And uh, and the trailer just completely started, you know, swinging back and forth with the pendulum effect. And it was all he could do not to wreck the thing. He's lucky he didn't get rear-ended because he was all over the road. If me and the other people on the road had not been paying attention, he would have got rear-ended. Because by the time I came out on him, he was going 45 miles an hour trying to control the thing, and he was all over the road. So, yeah, he was lucky he didn't get rear-ended. So you want to be careful.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, I think Russ's signal might be blinking out. But uh, I'll go ahead and talk about driving in tight quarters, and we'll see if we can get Russ back. Um, driving in tight quarters, this is where your blind spot comes into effect. Um it's even more important to pay attention to your blind spots and to slow down because you got so many people running around, you know, kids, dogs, um, all that stuff. So watch all of your blind spots. Don't take anything for granted. And just be careful when you're driving around the truck stops and the rest areas and in the city streets because there's going to be a lot more people out. So, uh, just pay attention, watch your trailer, watch your mirrors, um, and be aware. So, try to get Russ back on the line here. Yeah, um, that's, that's another thing I'm sure that is a lot of people's pet peeve, but, uh, it's, Definitely my pet peeve. I see people going through the – I think Russ might be back. Hang on. Russ, are you back?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm sitting here watching my signal going up and down.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how that happens. I watch it, too. I'll be sitting in one spot, and it goes one bar, two bars, three bars, one bar, no bars. It's crazy. Uh, Right. So, yeah. Uh, So I was talking about driving in tight quarters and watching your blind spots. I was just about to talk about uh, driving slow in the truck stops. If you want to go ahead and add to that,
1: Uh, yeah, that you know that's a pet peeve of mine. And matter of fact, uh, uh, I think Dale Howard even talked about it one night. You know, I don't know why the uh, trucks think that they're—they seem to act like they're qualifying for NASCAR. Um, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, you know, the other day, uh, PJ and I got out to go play ball and, uh, take our 30 minute wasted time. And, uh, yep. anyway, we're walking across the parking lot and I mean, there's trucks coming in there and one of them I know, you know, he was on the high side of the transmission. Uh, just absolutely aggravates the fire out of me. Because uh, um, it was around lunchtime, and there was a bunch of people out, you know, had come in, uh, you know, and were walking. And here these trucks are coming to the truck stop, and uh, like I said, no joke, one guy, he, I, he's going to be on the high, high side of the transmission. I heard him when he turned in the driveway steadily grabbing gears. Hmm.
0: Uh, you know,
1: it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, uh, there. You know, there's people out walking. There's people out walking their dogs. There's people out playing with their dogs. Um you know, absolutely no sense of driving that fast in a parking lot, uh, parking lot truck stop. You know, at the customer, uh, um, anywhere like that. You know, you know. Usually, now there's a couple of customers that make you know have a speed limit. You know, ten, fifteen miles an hour. And some of the places are big enough and wide enough, and what have you. And you know, there's they have no foot traffic. You know, uh, on some of the little roads that these customers are
0: uh
2: oh okay uh the floating signal has struck again uh i was just about when he was done with that i was just about to add uh that there's a guy that i heard of that goes around the schools uh to educate you know teenagers on on what is like what it's like to drive a truck down the road and he has uh, access to a bunch of uh, motorcycles. So what he does is he just takes his bobtail, because you have the same, pretty much the same blind spots in a bobtail that you do with the trailer. So he takes his bobtail to the schools and a bunch of motorcycles, and he puts all the motorcycles in uh, the blind spot, all the truck's blind spots. And then he has the kids, and sometimes even the parents, if the parents are there, get into the driver's seat. And look, and they can see that even though they saw the motorcycles on the ground, they cannot see the motorcycles uh, when they're sitting in the driver's seat. So that way, they understand, you know, not to hang around blind spots. And I wish there was more, more people doing that because it, 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 you just, they, you just don't know until you know. I never knew. I never knew how bad the blind spots in a truck were. So yeah. I'm trying to get Russ back here. See if his signal will
1: cooperate. Uh, zero, three, four, two, okay,
2: three, nine, four, five, zero. Okay, so that's not working. So, I'm gonna try maybe he'll call back in. We're gonna move on to a different topic. I am going to bring on a special guest. He's going to be helping me out while uh, Russ is floating around. I'm going to go ahead and bring on Stephen. Hey, Stephen, you're on the air. How's it going?
0: Right. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. How's it going? Okay. Doing good. Just hanging out in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, I know. Everybody seems to be in a bad signal area except for me, but you sound good.
0: Well, so we were talking a- about
2: some stuff earlier. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about some stuff earlier when it comes to summertime and certain things that you got to pay attention to. Why don't you uh, uh, elaborate on all that stuff?
0: Wow. I mean, you all brought up some really good topics. Um, you know, with everybody out and about, you know, all the kids are getting wild. And, hell, even us older folks are getting crazy, you know, the spring spirit wanting to – get the most out of all the daylight hours, we've got a lot more daylight, so um, not only are we fatigued as drivers, uh, but you know, you might have individuals in their personal vehicles trying to push the limits, you know, they might be getting off work, trying to go fish, and just tired, uh, barbecuing, doing a lot of stuff, they're not paying attention, they might have kids in the back seat, so... It's kind of a crazy time of the year. It's a beautiful time of the year. We might be looking at all the um, the different scenery, people out there fishing on the lakes or the rivers as we're passing by, and we've got to be uh, uh, vigilant, you know. We've got to stay the course and be safe. So, um, heck, I, I don't know. I was kind of brainstorming and, um, you know, thinking about the different climate changes. You know, we might wind up in a very hot, Humid area that we're not used to we need to kind of stay hydrated and you know keep kind of a stash of water um, in case of a breakdown um, severe uh weather it takes a toll on these uh mechanical uh, uh beasts that we uh try to tame uh so severe cold and severe heat you know with the heat you know uh we've got motors that are gonna get hotter quicker we've got um tires that are going to heat up quicker you know um, might want to check those tire pressures might have to bring them down uh, from you know, the pressure that we had it set on for the winter time um so last thing we want to do is uh, to be stuck on the side of the road with a blowout and no water um say you a know, motor that's overheated and you're just stuck you know so but heck um Help me think think some more. Um, Melissa, what you got?
2: Uh, Well, you you mentioned uh, keeping water in the truck in case you're on the side of the road with a breakdown. But staying hydrated when it's hot like this, just on a normal day, is really important. You know, you're driving in the heat, jumping in and out of the truck. You want to make sure you stay hydrated so you can be, you know, at your peak, uh, so you can pay attention. Uh, You want to make sure that uh, everything is in tip-top shape, including yourself. Uh, this time of year so stay hydrated for sure drink plenty of water no matter what and keep a stash of water in the truck for sure yeah um we were talking about we were basically you were, you just mentioned it it was uh maintenance but really it's it's complacency don't want to get complacent with your maintenance i mean just because it's nice and pretty outside doesn't mean that the truck is just going to sail along and not have any problems. So you want to make sure you still stay vigilant with your with your maintenance, even more so. Because, you know, like you said, your tires are going to get hotter, so pay attention to that. Um, touch them with your hand. You know, touch your brakes. Well, don't touch your brakes, but, you know, get close, close enough to touch them. Because if, if they're hot enough where there's going to be a problem and you touch them, you're going to burn yourself. But, but get close enough where you can feel it if they're too hot. Uh, you know, pay attention driving in the mountains, your your brakes are going to heat up faster this time of year, um, uh, look at your fluids, your oil temperature, your water temperature, everything is going to get hotter quicker because it's hotter outside.
0: You said the word complacent, and, um, you know, just because it's not wintertime and we don't have ice, um... You know, it's possible that we could be complacent as, you know, just daydreaming, thinking that, hey, the coast is clear, and we're going to drive at our maximum peak speed, and, um, you know, there's no rain in the forecast. Um, Just because it's dry surfaces doesn't mean we can't have, um, you know, distracted drivers and different things out there that could uh, cause us harm, so... um, just mm-hmm. stay uh, kind of in tune with what's going on in front of you, behind you. And that's really key. Uh, you were talking about blind spots. You know, knowing what's behind you and what's coming up on you and how fast uh, lets you know hey, I need to keep an eye out for that gray sedan or that guy on the motorcycle. Um, it's funny that y'all mentioned motorcycles because today I had one, uh, I could hear it. And by the time I saw it in the mirror, in the rear view mirror, he was passing the front of the truck. So, mm. um, to explain that a little further, the guy was absolutely on fire going so fast. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, there are going to be certain stretches of the road where people are going to just take risks. Um, so I don't know if I had changed lanes. Uh, I mean, I couldn't see him. I could hear it. Um, mm. so I, I don't know if I had changed lanes. I don't know what would have happened, uh, but he did pass, and then I was able to change lanes, so anyway, you could take it yeah. and well, use yeah. that bit of... Speaking
2: of <laughs> uh, just, speaking of, pay attention while you're driving, uh, we just got Russ back. Hopefully, he'll hang on long enough to tell his story. Uh, nope, he's gone again. Okay, so maybe he'll come back. So you go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, no. <clears throat> I just thought that was just um, kind, of, kind of cool that y'all mentioned motorcycles and that actually happened today. So. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: You know, uh, motorcycles. Um, most of them don't bother me. Most of them are, you know, they're just they're just cruising down the road. And yes, you need to watch out for them because they are smaller and and harder to see. Um, so you definitely need to watch out for them. I have a little bit of a pet peeve when it comes to some motorcycles um, because the whole watch out for michael's motorcycles look twice save a life that's all fantastic but some of these motorcycle riders out here they just drive like freaking idiots and it drives me crazy i mean i could look four or five times but if you do something that stupid uh, i mean i, I i'm not going to be able to help you you know what i mean
0: oh well, yeah um, most definitely i mean if he had clipped the backside of uh, the trailer Or even started to slow down or do something silly and break um, they apply too much pressure to his front brake and started wobbling that would be catastrophic Um, yeah yeah.
2: okay let me uh, let me try and see if Russ can uh, participate here one more time Russ can you hear us
1: Uh, maybe so okay. I'm I, I gonna know. try to get, try and, have you
2: get a story in. Let me let me try to have you get a story in. Why don't you go ahead and tell that story about that SUV uh, when you and Becky were driving trucks?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So um, we're running up uh turnpike in Oklahoma, and I'm moseying along, and I look in my mirror, and there's a um, uh, I don't know about the size of a Yukon Suburban, whatever it was. Um, and he was up against the concrete barrier, and I thought he was wiping out behind me, but no, he stayed right against the concrete barrier, and passed me while I hollered at Becky on the radio, uh, she was in her truck in front of me, and told her, um, you know, to watch out for this guy, that he was coming, uh, anyway, he managed to went flying past her, and I mean, I knew just it was a matter of time before, you know, something was going to happen with this thing. I mean, he had completely just destroyed the driver's side of his uh, uh, SUV, so um, we got next to each other, and we, we actually shut the highway down, and one of us, I don't, re- I don't remember which one of us, but one of us called the, uh, um, called 911. And, uh, it wasn't long after we blocked off the highway to where nobody could get around us, uh, that, uh, he actually, um, all of a sudden turned to the right and, uh, went, went flipping out into the, uh, uh out on the right shoulder out into a field. Um, of course, me being a former paramedic, I stopped and, uh, to check him out, but, uh, uh, got to talking to him and what have you and was keeping him there till, uh, you know, real... Oh, you know, until the ambulance and everybody else showed up and I uh, wouldn't let him out of his vehicle. And was uh, he, he was slurring and his speech and uh, he didn't smell like alcohol at all. And um, got to digging around in his vehicle. We found a bottle of pills and um, uh, an empty bottle of pills. But, uh, you know, I mean, you never know what's out here. And I mean, this is, um, I believe it was probably mid-afternoon. You know, clear day, and, you know, this guy was having a bad day and was out on the road and driving very, very, very intoxicated. Um, Anyway, other than a few bumps and bruises, uh, he was fine, and I'm sure the, uh, um, or he seemed to be fine. Um, And um, ambulance got there, took him away, but I'm sure the uh, um, police department wanted to, uh, have a little discussion about his driving choices uh he he probably wasn't pretty really happy about that when he finally uh got uh conscious enough to uh realize he was in a whole lot of hot water so uh, you know and completely i mean just you know destroyed a, you, you know the suv i admit it's lucky he didn't hurt himself or or anyone else on the road you know but uh like yeah. I said, us paying attention uh, when he was coming by uh and then like I said, you know, we shut down the road with a bunch of mad traffic. Couldn't tell what was going on. People cussing on the radio and everything else. But I was not about to let anybody around. Because, um, I mean, it's him. You know, I knew he was going to flip, uh, you know, or at least wreck the car or something. I mean, it was just a matter of time. Uh, yeah. The deal had already been done. We just didn't know where it was going to happen. So.
0: All right.
2: Well, uh, keep going. Um I know you had a few more stories about crazy stuff that can happen on the road, so uh, give us another one.
1: Uh I'm trying to remember what else we discussed today. I've been uh, uh,
2: there's, just uh there's a, like a, There was a oh,
1: yeah, you know, guy that's know, little Yeah, of a I remember one of the other bit right, of Yeah. Uh, another deal. of a little bit of a little bit of a the bit of a little a lot of a lot of Anyway, we're running down the road again, and I look in the mirror, and here comes a guy in a really nice F-150 pickup. And I, he, he, I'm he, i looking behind me, and he I mean, he is just weaving all over the road. I hollered at her again on the radio, and I uh, told her to watch out for him. Uh, he got next to me, and I, he drove straight as an arrow. And as soon as he got past me, he started driving crazy again. Well, Becky was probably a quarter mile in front of me. And uh anyway, I didn't get his plate when he came by. Um but um he got up there, you know, he weaved all the way up to her, got next to her, and uh <coughs> excuse me. Uh drove drove past her where she got his plate and uh made a little call to uh nine one one and uh 'cause as soon as as soon as he got past her he started weaving again. Well a few miles down the road, there was two state troopers sitting in the uh, highway waiting on him. So, um, and of course, we had told the, uh, um, the 9 one dispatcher that, uh, you know, we had it all on video. They didn't need it. Uh, we were coming down a hill, and, uh, he, he, you know, cause like I said, I saw these troopers from, I don't know, probably a mile off or so. And they could see him doing it. I mean, we we were still watching him weave all over the road and uh and he was still weaving when he went past them now i don't know what happened but uh i know they pulled over and i'm sure they had a polite little discussion with him about his driving habits but you know it's just, it's just a matter of paying attention you know and um like i said when i hollered on the radio what was going on you know I, that got several other trucks attention but uh, like i said it was mainly just me and her right there in that little area um it was, um, you know, a fairly light traffic day, but it didn't matter. At least they got the word out when I, you know, I hollered on the radio and uh, nobody got hurt. And like I said, the troopers did pull him over. Yep.
2: Uh, I don't know if you had another story behind that one, but I just remembered something else that we talked about that you just experienced when it came to, uh, well, actually it was backing up in tight quarters. Um, I don't know if you want to go ahead and tell that one or if you had a different one you wanted to tell. Oh yeah, that
1: yeah, that was about blind spots, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh it was last night. Uh, my uh wonderful air conditioner decided to leave me last night. Well, luckily I was right by one of our shops. And um anyway, so I went to back the trailer in uh in between a few more trailers. And I knew that there was a bunch of um, obstacles set up over on, uh, you know, well, out in front of where the trailer was. Of course, it's going to be on my right side after I set up my back and in. Well, my hood mirror had decided to leave me. So uh, I didn't have the big round hood mirror over there. Uh, but I knew the uh, that the equipment was over there. And I knew that, you know, back in the trailer end, my nose swinging around there Um that, you know, that I was possible getting close to it. So, I mean, I, yeah, I actually pulled the brakes, got up and looked, made sure I was going to, you know, be clear of uh, all those obstacles out there. But uh, if I'd have had my hood mirror, I'd have probably seen it. And, I mean, I had plenty of room. Um, but you never know. I mean, you know, you got that nose swinging, and now everything's running through my mind is, uh, yeah, how close am I to that obstacle up there? You know, I don't want to tear my hood off or tear up, you know, any of the equipment that was sitting out there. But, um, yeah, um uh, 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 well, matter of fact, Steven and I put the uh, hood mirror back on my truck this morning. So hmm. but um Yep. Yeah, the yeah the the blind spots and, and, and moving slow, you know, you know, before I back up, I mean matter uh, uh matter of fact I see a lot of these companies, matter of fact I see it on, on uh trucks mirrors all the time and written on trailers. usually it's written backwards on a trailer so they can see it in their mirror is it'll say goal. In other words, get uh, get out and look. And I like my version of it. Is get your ass out and look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, before I back into any dock, um, you know, I'll actually walk up into the dock. You know, I, I definitely don't want a nail in my wide singles. Um, you know, that makes for a right. real bad day. Um, you know, or anything else. And then, you know, I mean, I look around real quick. I, it, it doesn't take but a couple of seconds. Uh, you know, to make sure, all right, you know, you know, am I going to have, uh, do I have plenty of room to swing my nose, you know, especially when, when I'm in tight backing quarters, so I have plenty of room to swing my nose, uh, you know, how close are these trailers here, you know, do, do I have, you know, uh, do I have to miss, tra- uh, you know, other trackers backing in this hole? Um, you know, just to get a good sense of, uh, you know, what I need to do and how much clearance I have and uh, is there something that's gonna, uh, you know, pop a tire or what have you, um, yeah. you know, and make me have a a really, ex- uh, a, you know, a wonderful, really expensive uh, uh, wide single repair. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. So, got, anyway, go ahead. Uh, no, the one
2: thing that uh, actually is going back to something else we were talking about earlier was pets, dogs, cats, whatever it might be, snakes, whatever. Um, you and Becky are, are really big dog people. You've had dogs for a long time, and you're always uh, looking out for other people's dogs, too. So when it comes to, you know, heat and hot weather and stuff like that, what what would be your advice to people who have dogs or
1: maybe, you know, see dogs? Uh, inside well, vehicles. if I see a dog, in a, yeah, I, if I see a dog in a truck or inside a vehicle, I, you know, if I see a dog in a truck, you know, I usually listen, out. Right, is the motor running, is the, you know, especially if the windows are up, is the motor running, uh, is there an APU running, uh, do they have an electric APU, you know, um, you know, if the dog's in there panting like crazy and what have you, uh, you know, I, I've actually put my fingers on the window, cool it's hot inside, you know, I mean, sometimes you can tell, You know, if it's going to be a little cooler on the inside, I put my fingers on the window. Uh, Not always if the sun's beating on it. But yeah, I am. You know, um, yeah, I do kind of watch out. And uh, let me tell you what, I'm not above breaking a window. You know, if somebody is, Mm -hmm. you know, dumb enough to leave a, you know, a pet in a, uh, in a hot vehicle, I'm, you know, I'm not above breaking a window. Um, And I tell you what has happened to me. had the dog uh had the dogs in the truck. It wasn't it wasn't a bad day, but I had the APU running uh with the AC and uh anyway I'd run inside the building Now I wasn't gone long but I had run inside the building I come back and the belt had broke on my APU and my APU was shut off. Now it hadn't gotten hot in the truck or anything like that, but you know, even if you have a uh you know an APU on the truck, you know don't go spend hours and hours and hours on end um you know, in the truck stop and in whatever and just go, Oh yeah, you know, the AC's running for the for your animal. Uh and uh, you know, go back and check. Um matter of fact, Becky was telling me about um I don't know if she told you, but she was telling me about the um uh, that uh interior monitor, uh, interior temperature monitor. Um that will actually alert you. Uh, and I, I wish I could remember the name of it. Of course, Becky's not call training tonight, so we can't ask her. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually designed for RVs. Uh, it, anyway, it's an interior temperature monitor, uh, and you can set the parameters on it. And if it gets uh, so hot, so cold in your truck uh, or RV or wherever you have it, uh, it'll alert you. Uh, it'll alert your smartphone.
0: So. Um, mm-hmm
1: yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm pretty sure that uh um all of our trucks since all of our employees have animals i'm sure all of our trucks will wind up with that product in it
2: yeah uh, we we know somebody mm. that um uh has she doesn't have just just the sensor that alerts her smartphone she actually has like a really cool like remote start and uh, alarm system Mm -hmm. Uh, that also monitors the temperature. Um, So that's pretty cool, too. And it does all kinds of cool stuff. So if if it sends her alert that the temperature is too high in the vehicle or too low in the vehicle, you know, she can remote start the truck from wherever she is from her phone. So that's pretty cool.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, the only scary thing about that is uh, I don't know if I'd like the remote start on the standard shift. Uh, because every once in a while, it's rare that I do it, but every once in a while, my shifter will be in the way and I will pop it up in the fourth gear, uh, to get it out of the way. Uh, Yeah. That would not be a good thing if I reached over and and tried starting the truck. Of course, not that it's going to go anywhere in fourth, but you know, if I had it low, it might.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure if this is the one that Becky was looking at, but I just found one online here. It's called the temp stick. Uh... It's a little on the expensive side. It's $150. bucks. i will look a little more, or I'll actually text Becky, see if she'll send me the one that she was looking at, and I'll post it up on the Facebook page.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, um, she was uh, uh, real excited about it. Uh, I think it was last night when we were talking about it. She was excited about it. And um, you know, was talking about ordering them. So I think that one even had a. Yeah, that's I think that cool. one. Yeah, I think that one might have even had a subscription. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember if it was ran off Wi-Fi or what, but. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's. Uh, um. You know, definitely a cool thing to actually help protect the pets. Yeah.
2: So you got any more uh, stories for us?
1: Uh, I'm sure I do. Um, but um, I, I got one about attempted at driving that keeps popping into my head, but it's not extremely appropriate. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, okay, well, uh, you can talk about – there's got to be another story you got about driving under the influence.
1: Uh, well, yeah, that's the one that keeps popping into my head, but like I said, that one's not very appropriate. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? I guess I'll tell okay. it. Okay. So. Yeah, go ahead. Do what? You can be, you can be gentle. You can be gentle. You, you yeah, be
2: gentle, be
1: though. Gentle with it? Yeah, uh, be gentle. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, when I was working as a paramedic, um, uh, we got sent on a, uh, you know, on a big accident, there and. Uh, we uh, actually happened to get there first. We beat everybody there. And uh, it was some young kids, a uh, boy and a girl, and when we got there, they didn't have a lot of apparel on. Um, anyway, I'm going to kind of leave what caused the accident to everybody's imagination. How about we do that? Um, okay. Anyway, uh I remember being young and dumb and what have you, so we kind of helped the kids out. And uh, before parents got to hospitals or anything like that, we cut their clothes for them. So, <clears throat> let's anyways, be clear: you didn't uh, cut them uh,
2: off; you cut
1: their clothes. No, we no, yeah. no. Yes, we cut their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked <laughs> like we cut them off, but we cut their clothes. So, yeah, like, yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll leave that story at that. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, people can do some crazy stuff, which is why we, as the professional drivers, need to remain vigilant and aware, so we don't get caught up in some people's, other people's stupidity. Like you like to say, uh, DWI, driving while ignorant?
1: Exactly. Driving while ignorant, one of my favorite statements. That, that could be driving under the influence of alcohol, driving under the influence uh, you know, of drugs, driving under the influence of, I'm crazy as hell, I'm psychotic, and... Um, well, mm-hmm. I think we talked enough about the other one.
0: so.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> so one yeah, driving while ignorant. Yeah. Driving while ignorant. Yeah, driving while
2: stupid, but it doesn't fit with DWI. So yeah, I like that one, driving no. while ignorant. Uh, but, oh, there's one, uh, since you're pretty much fresh out of stories, since since uh, uh, that one was all you could think of, uh, there was one other tip that Stephen had about the heat. When it comes to driving, Stephen, do you want to give your tip about uh, protecting your your left arm from the heat and the sun?
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'd forgotten forgot about that. Um, so as young I got kid, a picture of it. Um, yeah, no, don't, no, that was for you and your eyes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so oh, anyway. that's going on the Facebook um, page. Uh, well. <laughs> anyway just don't tag me in it um so uh as a kid uh you know my dad's a truck driver all my life and as a kid he had uh you know we had a great weekend uh, a little bit of water skiing and, um lining and fishing and such uh so he got sideburned well whenever he got back in the truck that left arm is hanging there in the window and uh getting more scorched uh so um he got to the point where it was so tender, uh, he wound up using a pants leg, um, and sliding it over his arm. And it became something that he used on and off for many different things. So, um, you know, as far as, uh, like, uh, getting up under there, uh, releasing your fifth wheel or say that you have to do something in the truck and, uh, don't want to get burnt. Uh, something's hot, you know, you might use it just to protect your arms, but, you know, (sighs) to each their own, whether you use sunscreen or, say, one of those uh, shades that you pull down, uh, that left arm's going to get baked uh, a lot quicker than some other body parts. So you might just uh, find something that works for you.
2: Yeah, that's a great tip, actually. Um, Very uh, creative. But uh, both of you guys had great stuff tonight. I really appreciate Stephen B on the show, and Russ, as always, good stuff. I can always count on Russ for some really good stories. So if you guys uh, don't have anything else, I'll, I'll
1: go ahead and
2: close out the show.
1: I think I'm good. I'm amazed I still have a signal. I know. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh,
0: you, you
2: made it through most of the show. We only lost you for a couple of minutes.
0: I don't uh, have yeah, anything okay. there. Was something that I that I remembered uh, that I could share if you want me to. But uh, I wish everybody safe travels. No, and, go uh, ahead. The no, summer. no. If
2: you got it, go ahead. Share it. Share it. You got something to oh, share. Sure.
0: Well, as far as complacency and uh, you know, young inexperienced drivers being on the road, um, this goes back to whenever I was doing the off-road logging flatbedding. bedding, um, and uh, so a child got a hold of uh, mom and dad's SUV and uh, was playing on the cell phone. A um, guy that was uh, running a uh, belly dump uh, wound up setting up for a button-hook turn. Um, the guy in the SUV was following, uh, and at a decent distance, so he assumed that the guy's going to slow down, so he's got a sit- signal light on, goes to make his turn, and the SUV never checks up. So uh, he swerves to the left lane, uh, oncoming traffic coming his way, so he swerves to the right. Uh, hits the ditch and bounces back and forth and centers uh, his passenger tire. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, even though cars look like they're being safe, they've got a decent following distance, you just kind of have to be ready for the unexpected. So anyway.
2: No, that, that, was, that was an excellent um, advice. Thank you very much. That was great. Okay. Thank you guys very much for being on the show, and I'm gonna go ahead and close it out. Um, I just wanna let everybody know that we have a Facebook page. Uh, It is Trucking 101 on Audio Road, so go check that page out and give us a like. If you are an experienced driver, please share our podcast with new drivers. There is a pinned post on the Facebook page where it, that gives you easy access to the link for the show so you can share it with other people. So go check that out, Trucking 101 on Audio Road on Facebook. Please help us get the word out. You can also reach us through Let's Truck, 855-800-FUEL, or email support at letstruck.com. I also want to tell you about all the other podcasts that are on the network. They're really good shows, very informative and educational. Uh, Every Sunday night is Rolling Toe with Mike and Kevin Beckett. uh, Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long is on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad is on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And Destination Health uh, with Kevin Rutherford and Kim Cockerham is on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, I want to end with a quote from one of our favorite best-selling authors, Larry Wingett, do what you do enough to become excellent at it. Otherwise, you don't. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Good night.